Bever. I really do. It was tremendous. So thank you guys so much. Um, thank you to those of you who uh, probably felt, wow, I wish you could do more, but all I can do is pray. That was huge. Thank you for your prayers. Um, just a great, great week. We really, uh, the VBS theme was let go and let God, which you may have figured out by now. And uh, we learned that we need to let go of our expectations and our pride, our fear, our worry, and ourselves. And we need to let God build us up in him. Now our main memory verse for the week was Jude verse 20. And we're going to say that together, okay? This is in the NIRV, and we would like for all of you to say it. A lot of you already know this by heart, which is awesome, but let's all say it together. Here we go. Dear friends, most holy faith, let the Holy Spirit guide you. Jude 20, yeah. Jude's one of those books that doesn't have any chapters, so... You can do Jude 120 or Jude 20, either one, it's, either one is totally acceptable. So great job, guys. Thanks. Um, you know, this verse helps us see that we really need God in our lives. And this letter was written to a people in a world that's a lot like our world. Listen to what commentator David Wheaton says in his introduction to the letter of Jude. And we're going we're gonna to be in Jude Today, if you want to go ahead and turn to that, again, whether you have a paper Bible or a, an electronic Bible, we just want you to have the Word of God with you. And if you haven't memorized the whole thing, that's even better. Um, most of us need uh, some kind of uh, accompanying uh, word with us. But uh, listen to what he says. Like us, Jude lived in an age which preferred toleration to truth. Boy, doesn't that sound familiar? This was written to people, in their society, they preferred tolerance of whatever to truth. And truth was obviously relative. And regarded all religions as equally valid aspects of the quest for a supreme being. So he gives us a call to stand up for a faith which is both unique and revealed. End quote. So Jude was written uh, mainly because there were some people who would come into their congregation and we're teaching some things that were false. And he said, this cannot be. Um, you need to know the truth. Have any of you ever played the game Two Truths and a Lie? Raise your hand if you've done that. Now, our high school and middle schoolers got a chance to experience that a little bit last night. The way this works is you say three things about yourself. Um, two of them are true and one is not true. And then you try to guess which one it is. Now, sometimes it's really easy to tell what the true things, uh, the true things are and which one is the false one. So, for example, um, you don't have to know me all that well to know which one of these three statements is false. I am married. I have three kids. I was part of the Apollo space program and walked on the moon in 1971. <laughs> right. I didn't walk on the moon until 1972. <laughs> so, there's that. What about this, though? My favorite, number one, my favorite flavor of ice cream is mint chocolate chip. Number two, I've lived in three different countries. Number three, I was born at St. Anne's Hospital. Now, if you didn't know me very well, it's a little bit harder to know which one of those is true, right? Well, it's true that I have lived in three countries. It's true that I was born at St. Anne's. 
My favorite ice cream is just plain old chocolate. I just love chocolate. But it's important for us to know when things are false. And you have to know something or someone well to be able to identify the false thing that's there. Do you remember when Jesus was tempted by the devil and he went out into the wilderness, led by the Holy Spirit to be tempted, to be tested? It's an interesting theological point, but he was led by the Holy Spirit out there. The devil came to tempt him. And what did the devil use to tempt Jesus? He used the word of God at times in his temptations. Jesus knew the word of God well enough to know that it was being used out of context even. And so we need to be like that. We need to know what is true or we're not going to know what's false. You don't have to know everything that's false. You just need to know everything that's true. And that's this. And our faith, this is what we need to know. And when you know this, then you will know what's false. Jesus talked about that. He said, you're going to know the truth, and the truth will set you free. So it's very, very important for us to know the truth and to know it well. And that brings us to our text for today, which is in the book, again, or the letter of Jude. And uh, we're going to start uh, in verse 17. And we're going to read through verse 20. And today I'm using the NIV. But, dear friends, remember what the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ foretold. They said to you, in the last times there will be scoffers who will follow their own ungodly desires. These are the men who divide you, who follow mere natural instincts, and do not have the Spirit. But you, dear friends, build yourselves up in the most holy faith and pray in the Holy Spirit. Let's unpack these verses just a little bit. The first thing that it says is, dear friends. The word that we translate dear friends from is just one word in the Greek. It's agapetos. And if you were in the uh, great marriage class that we had this morning, they mentioned the word agape. It's the, it's the form of love that is self-sacrificing. So when he's saying this, he's saying, you are my friends for whom I am willing to sacrifice everything. So it's a really deep kind of love. And then he says, remember. Now, I know I take memory for granted, and if you've ever had someone in your life whose memory is, has failed, you know how difficult it can be. But think about how important memory is to things. For example, think about food. It's nice to be able to know which food you like and which you don't before you taste it, right? You know? Wouldn't it be a pain if you had to, every single time you ate food, you didn't know if that was going to be something you liked or not? That'd be like, ah, oh, that'd be weird. But more importantly, you need to remember which foods are healthy. Just think if you had to research that every single day. What should I really be eating, you know? Some of us need to do that more frequently. Um, uh, but what, what if you were allergic to a, a certain kind of food and you didn't remember that? So it, with just something as simple as food, we really need to have a good memory. What about your activities, you know, the things that you say, you know, is that fun? Do I even like running, you know? And some of us would say, oh, you know, yes, I love it. And some of us would say, no, it's a result of the fallen, broken world. It's from sin. 
just depends your perspective. <laughs> or what if, what if you couldn't remember, do I really know how to skydive or not? I don't know. Might need to know something about that. What if you had to start with your friendships over every day? Man, is this a person that is faithful to me? I can't remember. Think about it with family. Who am I related to? You know, imagine if we could not remember those things. But most important is our faith. We need to remember our faith. And we need to remember who God is and what he has done for us and who we are in him. And in just a few minutes, we're going to take the Lord's Supper, communion. And what did Jesus say? Do this to remember me. This is my body broken for you. This is my blood poured out for you. Do this as often as you receive these emblems to remember remember me. So it's very important to remember. Don't take that for granted. I know I do. Then Jude says we're living in the last times. The last times began as soon as Jesus ascended to heaven, and they will continue until he returns. There are a lot of people talking about what the last times are, when Jesus is going to return, what it looks like. That's fine. Um, My suggestion to you is that you spend as much time trying to love God, love people, and impact the world as you do trying to figure out when he's going to return. Because it's more important that we live for him and do the things that he said were most important, which is love God and love your neighbor. So that's really important. But no, we are in the last days. The last days began when Jesus went to heaven. And every generation is confident this is the last days. And it is. They're absolutely right because all of us have been living in the last days since that time. Then Jude talks about something that he says, he calls people scoffers. It's not a word we use a tremendous amount. The dictionary defines a scoffer as a person who speaks to someone or about something in a scornfully derisive or mocking way. Scoffers are people who think they know better uh, than other people. And Jude draws this big line in the sand that separates people of God, the followers of Jesus, from the scoffers. And this is what he says. They do not have the Holy Spirit. So if people don't have the Holy Spirit, we shouldn't be surprised when they mock and scoff. Sometimes people who are scoffers just have bitterness and and negative attitudes. And a hundred things could go right. And rather than saying, wow, that was awesome, they'll point out the two. Uh, I'm sorry, if there are 100 things and 98 of them go right, they'll point out the two that didn't rather than the 98. You know, those kind of derisive kind of look down on everything, scornful kind of people. Um, people that don't have the Holy Spirit look to the teachings of the world. And they look to man's philosophies and the things that we've discovered rather than what God has revealed to us. People who don't have the Holy Spirit, the text says they they struggle with their natural instincts and their desires. And think about what Paul said in Romans chapter 7. He struggled, and he had the Holy Spirit, and we struggle, and we have the Holy Spirit. So we should not be too expectant of people who do not have the Holy Spirit. Of course they're going to follow their natural desires because they don't have the Spirit. And Jude points out that the Holy Spirit Uh, The lack of the Holy Spirit in someone's life means there's going to be division and conflict. 
wherever that person goes. But we do have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. On our own, we can be selfish and derisive and mocking and scorning and selfish. But when we have the, when we have the Holy Spirit, we do not have to do this on our own. God, through his love and grace, has provided some ways for us to have outside influences and even influence that come from within us that help us to build our lives on him. For example, we are connected to Jesus. John 15, we we remain connected to the vine. And Jesus changes everything. We have the word of God that teaches us who God is and who we are. We have the Holy Spirit so that when we remain connected to the vine, the Holy Spirit produces his fruit in us. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And we have each other. People around us who can encourage us, challenge us in our faith, and help us to grow. Now next week, we're going to begin a new series, which is built on our continuing journey through the book of Luke. And starting next week, Miss Cindy, our children's minister, is going to have a time each week where the, the children come up and have a teaching time. We're not going to do that today, but I do want you to, uh, to participate in something that I think you might relate to if you, if you have a childlike heart. So let's watch this video that's going to set it up for us. What they didn't tell you in the commercial was how absolutely cool these things look. <laughs> yeah, baby. If somebody wants to buy these after the service, $15.95. <laughs> yeah, they're every bit as good as the binoculars I have at home. What we're going to be doing this summer, there's a point to this. <laughs> What we're going to be doing this summer is is zooming in on the teachings of Jesus. And it's not going to be cheesy. It's going to be wonderful. Um, And what's really fascinating, when you you see what Jesus starts to talk about, you know, really up to this point, we've only had a couple of the teachings of Jesus. We've, We've done some, but a lot of it has been really preparation for his teaching. And now we're really diving into some of the meat of what Jesus says. And each week we're going to have a topic that we talk about. Um, And I think it's important for us to remember that these are things we struggle with ourselves. But with the Holy Spirit, there should be a difference in our lives. And these are the things Jesus wants to, to talk to us about this summer. So, for example, here are the teachings and here's the difference between having the Holy Spirit or not. People without the Holy Spirit might not love their enemies. But we should. People might not be able to discern spiritual fruit. But we should. People might not build their lives on the rock of Jesus. But we should. People might not understand who John the Baptist or Jesus were, but we should. They might not have a deep faith, 
but we should. They might not lavishly pour out their resources in their lives to serve Jesus, but we should. They might not be fertile soil for the root of the gospel to take hold and grow fruit in our lives, but we should. They might not be a light to a dark world, but we should. They might not understand that we have Jesus even that we need to love Jesus even more than our families. But we should. They might not believe that Jesus calms the storms that we face in our lives. But we should. They might not realize that Jesus uh, has power over the evil that exists in the world. But we should. They might not understand that Jesus also has power over sickness and death, our mortal enemy but we should. They might not be on a mission for Jesus, but we should. People who follow the teachings of Jesus and have a Holy Spirit should be different. Dear friends, as we think about that, this is really important for us to remember. We don't have the Holy Spirit because we are different. We are different because we have the Holy Spirit. Will you read that with me? We don't have the Holy Spirit because we are different. We are different because we have the Holy Spirit. Let's read it one more time and and let that sink in. We don't have the Holy Spirit because we are different. We are different because we have the Holy Spirit. See, We did not do anything to earn salvation or the gift of the Holy Spirit. We are not perfect. We should not pretend like we are. But we are trying to follow Jesus and be changed by Jesus and be on a mission with Jesus. And we should be different because of that. We're not yet complete, but God is building us and building us and building us to be more like Jesus. So let's say our VBS memory verse together one more time. Dear friends, build yourselves up in your most holy faith. Let the Holy Spirit guide and help you when you pray. Will you? Oh, sorry. Would you pray with me, please? God, we need you to save us. And we need you to help us build our faith. Help us to remain connected to Jesus and to allow your Holy Spirit to change us and to produce fruit in us so that we might stand strong for you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.